0: Hi everyone, you're listening to SveltePod. If you don't know me, I run in an Instagram account called SvelteCore. For today's episode, I wanted to talk about something that's been on my mind and that's sociopath dating strategies. As an ex-member and contributor of subreddits like r slash vindicta, r slash and r female dating strategy, I really am no stranger to the evil manipulative things we girls come up with to entice and control men. I could write a book, but there's better more research books out there already The person who I really do think wrote the book on this is Robert Greene. He wrote a book called The Art of Seduction, and I'm going to say right now, I've read this book and it absolutely ruined me. This book is an evil little Machiavellian book that will teach you exactly what it promises to, how to seduce people, but I think once you learn how to do that, the illusion of love is completely broken, because now you're the person making the illusion. Being seductive takes control, it takes discipline, and it's only really fun to people who like to play mind games which I do, but I have a soul too. I'm not going to spoil this book for you. If you really want to, buy it, read it, although I wouldn't recommend that if you're not a sociopath and you want to be happy. But if you ask me to summarize what I've learned through reading this book and practicing what it teaches, to be seductive, you have to be very independent. The least seductive thing you can be is needy and childish. To seduce people, you have to convince them that you hold all of the cards and that you don't need anything from them. But that's kind of a paradox. Because most people you wa- would want to seduce, for normal, romantic purposes, are people who you like and desire, so of course you care about what they think about you, and you want their company. But the more you show that interest, that desire, the more it pushes them away from you because other people don't want to foster our romantic illusions of them, it makes them very uncomfortable. So you're sick of men ghosting you and leaving you on read, and by the way, ghosting is fine, especially if you barely know someone and you don't owe them money. Um, but anyways, you're sick of all of this and you've decided to go villain mode. You want to be the woman that every man wants because you want options and you want to feel valuable. Well, the best way to accomplish that is to make yourself into a fantasy. Robert Greene's book gives you some general types for this, like siren and ingenue, but let's ignore those. I'm just going to say it doesn't matter what type you are, as long as you're able to craft this compelling narrative about yourself. You need to make it seem like you're deeply satisfied with your life And that you have this very rich inner world that someone could peep in on if they get close to you. You need to make it seem like you just live by different rules than everyone else. You need to make it seem like while everyone is playing chess, suffering from their lives, that you're just playing this 24 7 game of Candyland. You need to make it seem like you just don't have emotions, like you just don't feel pain, and people will flock to you. It's simple but true and also sad but true. And that's why sociopaths are these really seductive people, because they don't need us, at least to fulfill them. Sociopaths are completely self-interested people and nothing that we do or say can ever make them love us. There's always something to chase and earn. And I think that's what really seduces people. It's not even the person, it's just a very egoic thing. It's this feeling like if we just try a little harder and work a little harder, that we can become a more valuable person, that we can earn someone's love. The harder that love is to earn, the more insane we go. We live in a very narcissistic culture I would say that these days that's the default for people. Most people just don't care about other people. It's very difficult for most people to feel empathy. So if you struggle with that, I promise that it's not just you. But narcissists, unlike sociopaths, are profoundly unseductive because narcissists always have these emotional things that they require of us. They need us to pay attention to them. They need us to love them, etc. While a sociopath might want to ruin your life, a narcissist wants something even worse. Which is for you to treat them like the most special, important child in the world. And because narcissists inherently behave in a way that makes it impossible for them to attain their desires of lots of love and attention just by default, they really, really adore and revere sociopaths. And I think that speaks to the success of someone I've seen on my For You page on TikTok more than a few times named Kanika Batra. If you don't know Kanika Batra, she's a diagnosed sociopath on TikTok who's amassed a large following, which I will get into. But before I do, I just want to preface everything I'm about to say with the fact that I really have no ill will for Kanika herself. I think even if someone doesn't experience empathy, I don't think that means that you shouldn't experience empathy for them. That's just sick. Um, I almost even didn't do this pod because there's a scandal going on about her, and I really don't like to be a part of the hate parade or pile on somebody, but... This is not a hate parade at all. Personally, I think even without empathy, even without remorse, sociopaths can choose to make good choices and be good people, and I have absolutely no way of knowing whether she is a good person or not from over the internet. She states who she is and her diagnoses clearly, so anyone who listens to her advice and gets a bad result from it is really just bringing that upon themselves. My criticism here is not on her personally. I'm really not making any attacks on her personal character here. I'm just more concerned about the general public reception of her and her advice, which is based on sociopathy and a lack of remorse. She champions herself as someone who helps women overcome the manipulations of men. and I do think her content can be used for that purpose, if used carefully. I'm more concerned about how people seem to take this advice and actively work towards not protecting themselves, but trying to escape things like remorse, shame, and empathy, which are all things I think a healthy person needs to practice to have a healthy emotional life. My criticism is more on how people look at her and look at her TikToks and then start either diagnosing themselves as sociopaths or comment that they want to be sociopaths or that they envy sociopaths even, which are really just all the same emotion expressed in different forms. Let me just read off some comments on her TikTok and... This might give you an idea of what I'm talking about, if you don't already know. And just to give you some frame of reference, these are all on videos of her describing her dating strategies and methods of seduction as a sociopath. I have BPD. I do this too. It feels good to manipulate people. I know it's not supposed to. End quote. Now this one's sort of funny. You're starting to make me think I'm also a social path. LOL. End quote. POV me every saturday quote how are you successfully building my confidence but my therapist couldn't end quote thanks for the tip no more empathy for men quote so you can see people watch this woman's tiktoks and they really get into the advice she's giving them it's insane they want to be sociopaths too but the they just have these pesky things like remorse and empathy holding them back because it really does take being a sociopath to be successful in a narcissistic culture I think Kanika captivates a female audience very well because many men really do lack empathy for women, almost completely. I'll be generous, which is to say, honest, it really is not all men, but it is still many men, and many men with influence. So it only makes sense for us to act like sociopaths back, right? And that's what she typically advocates for using sociopathy for good, against men and against bullies, to make yourself more of a girl boss, even. And I can say, as someone who does lean a little, bit more low empathy myself. I've used a lot of these strategies to get things I've wanted in life, just intuitively. It feels good at first, there's this rush of self-esteem, but it ultimately leaves you unhappy, and I'll tell you why. Eventually, you just run out of desire. The whole good part about love is that you desire the person you desire back, but love requires seeing another person as an equal. Manipulation requires condescension, so love and manipulation are just completely compatible. At least in my experience. And when you run out of desire for someone, once you've lost all respect for somebody, you really don't have a choice but to move on to your next victim, and this just becomes a vicious cycle. So in a way, you become like this ultimate manifestation of a hyper society. You become a consumer of people and their love and attention for you, which is extremely disturbing to anyone who is not a sociopath. So yeah, a lot of men will use you, no remorse, but personally, I will not rot my own soul to the point of being at their level. I've decided that I would rather be vulnerable and get hurt than act in a way that degrades me, because really, anytime someone uses me, I can cope with it and that pain can make me a better person. But if I'm the one hurting other people, that can only devalue me, at least in the eyes of anyone who matters. For a lot of people, including myself, empathy is something that they have to learn and practice. I can humbly say that when it comes to my own partner, I can't read his mind. I don't know what he's thinking or feeling until I ask. And there was once a time where I really did think that he had ill ill will towards me, like he was just like all the rest. But the more I communicated with him and actually did the work, you know the work that any meaningful relationship requires, the more I began to understand him. The thing is, I still am guarded. I still do earnestly believe that he could cheat on me and screw me over. Anyone can, no one's safe. But you know, until I have the evidence of that and I really have to surrender everything, I would rather have the courage to keep building something. Because if the pain and betrayal come, I can cope with it. I've done the work in both that resilience instead of learning how not to feel shame. Ultimately, I'm not going to tell you what to do. If you really want to use these dark feminine sociopath dating strategies, I'm not going to stop or shame you. But I'm fairly certain that you will eventually find them unfulfilling just like I have. I also want to say there are situations where people have to use these strategies to protect themselves, and there's no shame in that either. People will do that. People will do what they have to do if they need to. But I think when you're in that better, safer place, you come to a point where you just look at yourself and say, okay, let's give the manipulation up. Let me just be myself and suffer the consequences.